adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast, episode 57. I'm Mike Pirelli, one of your hosts. The other host, the very good-looking bearded man, David Regina. I like that. The the wizard behind the AV mastery, Claudio Venezuela. <laughs> Did I say it right? <laughs> All right. Anyway. No, that was good. <laughs> so I'm working on my Spanish, and 57, we just found out, is... 40 y no. siete. No. Yes. Cincuenta. Cincuenta. Cincuenta y siete. Beautiful. So yes. episode 57, today we're talking about current events, PodBot updates, uh, recommendations, and then the uh, topic of perseverance. I love it. So if you want to jump around, go down to the description, and there are chapters below. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe, like. We need the help. Uh, we are climbing slowly. It looks like you guys don't like to subscribe. So, <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I think the the listens too are more people are going back to work, mm-hmm. right? So for me, like I I don't really watch things on YouTube unless you're able to be stagnant in a place or you're riding a bike or something or yep. you can do a project with TV on. But for me, I'm I'm moving, right? So I'd rather listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, so listens are booming, booming. but but the um, views on YouTube might be struggling a little Not bit. Not doing great okay. this month. So it's help right. a brother out. I'm uh, in charge of the he- uh, head head of YouTube division, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, we're dwindling. So That's okay. We're good. We're good. Uh, so let's uh, should we just jump into the pod bod because I got a lot of questions. So I'm feeling like I want to jump out of this suit, to be honest with you. Jump got, out in what way? In a good way. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're I mean, booming. I almost, yeah, I'm booming. I came back. Um, so last week, I was 11.3%, right? You questioned my, um, my tactic of waiting the extra couple days, remember? Because mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't weigh in. No, no, I didn't question that tactic. I, I, you told uh, me, and I quote, I sense you taking your foot off the gas. Not because you didn't weigh in. Just because it sounded like you had a cheat day. Oh, well, I had two more cheat days. Yeah, since so, then, so that's what I was like. Because uh, in the the previous episode, you were talking about how you were getting close, and yep. Karina was trying to brainwash you. Yes. to slow down. Right, correct. Um, so I was eleven three. I had another weigh in, and I came in at ten six. So I'm getting low. Was it nice seeing that ten number? It was honestly. I, my heart was booming. How nervous when you're holding that thing and it starts to go up? Oh, I know. I figured it's. Do you do you see? Does yours stop when it gets a little closer and then it slows down? Yes, it does. Yes. So each week, and when I weigh in, I think about that number. Yep. And if that number's lower, I'm like, oh, I got a shot. Right. Yeah. Um. So you know the fear of it, yeah. right? So it's awful. I, it's terrible. Uh. But I did come in at ten six, so that was good progress. But that was after not weighing in a week because I told myself, look, I don't want to give myself any uh, negative mindset opportunities. I just want to be able to put my head down and go to work. Mm-hmm. So I had a good week, but I also had a good couple cheat days. Right. Um. One thing that was big for me, I took my first day off mm. in over a month. It was so beneficial. Uh, my body. I, I felt like recovered and rejuvenated the next day. It's something I think after the diet, I got to look into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing in a sporadic uh, rest day. It's something I just really don't do. And it, it's not to say, oh, yeah, I work out all the time. But, you know, I feel better when I work out. So I'm like, why am I going to rest? But it's something as I get older, 
and it, you know. And if you follow the Instagram, if you don't, go follow. Uh, I see that you had uh, Callie on the Peloton with yes. the baby tactical yes. gear on, and it looked like you were doing some low intensity steady state. Well, yes. Remember one of the adjustments yeah, that, that was I, your game plan. Yeah, that was the adjustment that I've been making. Is as I got closer, I'm adding like an additional 300 calories in yeah. low intensity steady state cardio. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my morning workouts, for I, I can't really do the low intensity thing in the morning. It doesn't get me fired up. Um, I like banging and clanging weights around in the room. And you do it well. Um, thank you, sir. I'm actually in the living room. <laughs> I'm like, in the living room. Out, so technically I'm in the room as I well. I love that. Um, you would have enjoyed my cheat days this weekend. I did uh, one meal each day, but the uh, point of highlight was the arroz con pollo. Yeah, that looked good. My father-in-law came over. He whipped up a huge pot. Um, and then we had some great desserts. My sister-in-law brought some stuff over. Um, so I was pounding cupcakes and cookies. and Yeah, you know. sweet tooth. Big sweet tooth. Oh, dude. I can't wait to get back to my Oreos. Oh, so you've just been deprived of Oreos. I've, I don't even have a pack in there. Did you, Here's my question. Did you see my post this morning about my dinner last night? Yes. you had. Um, I've never toast. eaten more carbs right. or more food in my life, and I'm still dropping weight somehow. Yep. So yep. I, it's just a testament to knowing the data and then just using the facts yep. to to squeeze in what you like. Yes. Uh, so talk to me. Let's. That's enough. I didn't about mean to transition away. No, no. I, just, I was. Uh, no, I'm, I'm done. So all of my preconceived notions about dieting have been shattered with this challenge. And the farther we get into it, the farther I'm realizing it's. I, we talked about it last week, but I think it's going to be much easier to maintain in the future because of this new approach. And it's nothing cra- like I'm not doing anything insane. Which part of it is fun doing the insane stuff, which yeah. I might need to pull out to get to the ten, but I'm saving it because. Like, Are you going to get there? I think yeah, I'm getting there. I you for, know why? For the sixty, we only have yes. sixteen days. So April days, 5th, right, days right is the latest we could. That's eighteen days, I think. Yes. So my thought is, I might skip, not skip. I might like Easter mm-hmm. if I'm not there. I'm going to weigh in <laughs> April like second, right yep. before Easter. And if I'm not there. I'm going to hit it the fifth, and I'll have to adjust on Easter and just be, you know, fade okay. head down, which is going to suck. So part of my motivation is I got to really push. Right. And my my thought is even if I come close, I'll have three days to just pull to like just, a UFC yep. weight drop. Just not just, eat. It's, it's like when they drop weight for a fight. Yeah, I they just lose need like 13 to, Just let me touch 10% right, right. at five. Yep. And then if I go up a little bit, fine. But, you know, I want to continue the journey. I want to see how far I can get. Your brother gave me an out, by the way. He said technically, because I gave him an update. And I shot him a little picture, right? Yeah, just you shot a lot of people a lot of pi- little picture. I well, shot a couple people. No, just you you three. That's it. Oh. Just you guys. Really? Yeah. I've, I've sent out a couple updates. <laughs> no. I did an arm photo to a couple oh, people. Oh, yeah? Why just, am I not getting anything? Because I want, I want the surprise but of the I, final product. I'm not going to be gonna surprised be, Yes, you this. will. It's better than what I've had in the past, ever. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Not to hype it up. See, I'm hyping up. No, now. you got good. me in reverse. No, I'm supposed to low play it. This and is then good. Come in. This is good. I like this. But you had said you were on track. Well, you needed to be on track to lose one one uh, percent per week. Yes. and you haven't done that the past. I didn't do it successfully. Two. But I. But so where are we at now? We're at fourteen point two. So I didn't break fourteen. I was hoping to break okay. fourteen. I dropped another. F- Point four. So, so how are we going four percent in eighteen days? Because Break this down for me. so my I I did some math and I looked at the the weight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, to get to it, I need to drop weight. So to drop weight, what has worked the best? So the step situation, I've been I've been getting close to hitting it, but mm-hmm. I've been doing I think what did I say last time? Twenty thousand. Yeah. I've been getting like fifteen consistently. That's good. 
So one uh, yesterday, two days ago, one of these days, I did uh, an hour on the bike, and then I also got 15. So in theory, it's probably like 20. Yeah. And I wanted to see if the, the weight moved, and I dropped a full like pound and a half. So I'm like, all right, it's that extra 5,000 steps that are going to be make or break, and I just need to get them every day. And there's no no excuses. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. If it's a matter of just jumping around in place for an hour at the end of the night, you got to do it. So I did that. Remember, I had the Peloton in the video. Yep. So the confidence of dropping a full two pounds in like two to three days, I know I can get down to 195. That's easy, yeah. You can yeah. Do that. So I, it's just I got to keep the protein high, yep. and I have to keep hitting the 2,000 calories. And my fail-safe is, like, dropping to 1,000 for the last, like, two, three days mm-hmm. and just absolutely going crazy on steps. Okay. So, like, the problem being that the market's been crazy, which we'll talk about today in perseverance and getting a little overwhelmed, where the, the benefit is I'm not thinking. Like, last night I worked till 7.30, and I was showing houses, but I was walking like an animal. So I put in my steps like no problem. Mm-hmm. So that's the positive of it. But I, I gained confidence beginning of this week seeing the weight move down because I haven't really been weighing in that much. I've just been focused on calories, workouts, but not getting crazy about the weight. Right. So now I need to incorporate that back so I can get to like 195 and that would hit. If I maintain my muscle or even lose a little bit, I'll hit 10%. So I lied to you the other day too because when we when I we, love that start. So I lied to you. <laughs> well, not because you're talking. I just about went weight. on a ten minute ramble. No, because now that you said the weight thing, that got me thinking, and I was like, oh wow, I have to clarify something for Mike. So last time I think I was twenty six pounds of fat, or right? Was that? I don't know. Yeah, and, and yes. I said I had to get to twenty five. Yeah. So this last weigh-in, I was twenty three point eight. Yeah, so, so my math was thing. wrong. Yeah, so my math was wrong. What do you mean math? It says it on the top. No, I know, but I was at 26, and I figured because I was at 11% that only one pound was going to be 1%. Oh, I gotcha. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I'm 23.8 now, so... I was going to say, that makes way more sense. Right, but now I have to get probably to like 21, right? Probably like I another know, I don't know the math. two pounds. You, but you have a higher um, lean body mass, so you should have yeah. a lower lower need for... Uh, fat loss. No, this is fun, man. I'm I'm enjoying it. I like it, but I'm excited to get get some Oreos in. You know. You know what's replaying in my head is the uh, McDonald's challenge and getting so close but missing it. Oh. And people saying you kind of did it, and I hate that. When well, you don't that's do what something, Frank people said. Are like, you kind of did it. Oh, so I st- I hate. That. I stopped talking, but Frank, your brother, he said, "Dude, you technically already did it. You just got into the tens. I'm like, no, Frank. Ten. I have to get ten point oh. Yeah. And that's something. And below, I want. Yeah. You know? See, that's something where, like, I don't want any debate if you right. get a challenge. Like, uh, yeah, you did really good. You came in at 10 1. Yeah. To me, that wouldn't be a fail, you know, but. Yeah. You know, oh, we'll sink it into that. Right, we'll start right. throwing punches. Um, all right. Baby update, real quick. Callie is nine months old now. Yeah, so cute. The most incredible nine months, but the hardest nine months of, of our life. Um, but she is. I really wanted to just make sure that I thank my wife. Mm hmm. You know, I know that we gave them a lot of shout outs last. We should make that a section. Last episode. Thank your wife. Yeah, seriously. So we but, don't forget. Yeah. I mean, uh, thank God for them, because without them, I think we'd. Uh, yeah, we, we'd we'd be in a tough spot. Yes. You know? I would, there was no way I could do it. Yeah. Not I'm actually like... I'm looking forward to um, I have a on Friday I'm taking a day off mm. and it's just the baby and I. 
Nice. From, from start to finish. I need, I need to do that at some point. From start to finish, though. That's uh, How do you think you're going to fare? I don't know. I think Should I just document the whole journey? Yeah, just be on live all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just in case we got to send help. <laughs> right, right. Um, no, no nice. but good good nine months, uh, but really couldn't do it without my uh, without my partner there. So yeah, yeah, Dana's been like we said last time, amazing. It's uh, we're really stress testing everything right now. Yeah, you know, uh, marriage, all that stuff, just timing, babies, work life balance. It's just a lot of stresses, which it's is good. I mean, yep. it's you come out stronger. Have an update for you on the um, house opportunity. Yes, I, I want to make a real estate talk. Yes, so because you you love real estate. You're an investor. Yeah. I'm obviously in it. I mean, why not lean into it? Yeah. So <laughs> this is a uh, this this would be a fail. Well, let me <laughs> let me preface this. So I am I go through the MLS every day to see what the new listings are. Correct. And I see seven South. Oh, can I say the address? Um, did you say it on camera? Last no, time? I did not. Okay. So I see this property yep. come on the market, and I'm like, why do I know that? Yep. And I start clicking through, and I'm like, what? I, oh. So I <laughs> yeah, like text yeah, yeah. Dave immediately. I'm like, hey, I don't know if you know. Yeah. Because sometimes people will start talking and then throw it on but not tell you. Right. Because no, then no, then, she was so. she was, she was was great. She was so transparent with me about it. Um, but and they use that as leverage. What it came down to was, and it was a bigger uh, bigger company. Sotheby's was, was listing yeah, it. Who's listing um, it. You know, so good agent and stuff, but this lady gave me the opportunity to make an offer off market. My offer, I anticipated taking out um, realtor fees, and I did that stuff, but I came in a little too low. Mm. And I I definitely, uh, I, I screwed up the offer because I could have, my thought process, instead of realizing what the actual dollar amount would have been on an additional $50,000 of a mortgage, I was looking at the $50,000 number, right? Yeah, yeah. So I came in, it, it wasn't a low ball offer by any means, yeah. um, still in the same um ballpark that she was looking at but it didn't meet what she had in her head yeah, and she her being an attorney she was very firm she said look at this point you know i'm not going to go for this offer i will list you as an exclusionary wow. um which is good and that all that means is that if i end up buying the property that she is not liable for realtor fees correct um yeah. which is which is a nice thing for her to do but she but just why said, wouldn't she because you're the backup Right, but she was right. very she was very transparent about the whole thing, and she said, "Look, you know, unfortunately, that's not the number that I was at in my head. So I'm going to go ahead and list it on Monday." And sure enough, she went ahead and listed it on Monday. And she called me and said, "You know, the house is listed. is being listed, um, which is fine." And she's going to get exactly what she wants and more. What do you think? How did it look compared to what you think it actually looks like? It's funny. So photos do uh, do a lot, and not that the property. You know, I think the property does need some work, but they did some. Um, some simpler renovations you know they they did some painting on the deck mm -hmm. to make it visually appealing yeah and in the computer i mean on the computer the the, nice. the technology of the computer it looked it looked great um but the property is definitely going to go for i believe even more than what she originally anticipated and it was listed for what um, do you remember the price point yeah it, it was listed at 750 yeah. yeah which is a, i mean it's a popular price range and, and it's, it's a multi-family multi i think it'll go it here's my it thought go, and this is what i said to you if she did an off-market deal with a realtor in her ear, yep. she's crazy because there's no way in this current estate or right. state, excuse me, of the market yep. that you can ever say, listen, I'm not going to get more going to the Correct. public. And so. what I knew, I mean, all of this stuff is public knowledge, so I knew her uh, purchase price hmm. back in 2004. Which doesn't mean much. Uh, but uh, so one- Sometimes uh, mentally it does. I mean, I don't know if she's into the podcast, but I think she's crazy for selling the house right now. I do believe that there's going to be a little boom um, and, in, in, and again, it's a yeah. very, you know, 
Well, it's all case by case, thing. right? Who know, what is she doing next? That's right. the question. Right. And like, she's, but at this point, she's looking, her husband's a builder, mm. but she's looking to get this out of the, yeah. she just wants it. She wants might have a good portfolio, portfolio, excuse me. She might just want to like cut yep. ties. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I failed. That one was a, that's <laughs> that one was a big, big, Congratulations, big flop. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we'll see where that goes, you know. Yeah. I think uh, you, you'll get a, a good one. It's just a little bit of time. There's no rush. Yeah. You know, there's really no rush, but opportunities like that when they do come up, I could have easily sealed the deal. And well, with the number you presented was a number you were comfortable walking away at? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the number was in the seven. It, it yeah, had yeah. a seven in front of it. it. Was close. She, she told me right away. She said, Look, I will not accept an offer with a six in front of it. Mm. So, so it was a mental thing with her. Exactly. So she, And she didn't get that number that she had anticipated in her head. Um, whereas, meanwhile, if I did say, say I just said, You know what, 750, I would have had that house off market. Yeah, yeah, it's and I and I could have figured the financing out later, like you and my father both said. You know, you yeah, you could figure, figure it out. out. But it, I mean, I'm a firm believer. If it was meant to be, it was meant to be. I agree. You know, 100%. so uh, that being said, if you want to upgrade to a three family, uh, we have one hitting the market. By the time this comes out, it will have hit the market. Nice. Uh, it is uh, for a million two hundred and ninety nine thousand. A little out of the price range for me in but. Costco. <laughs> Uh, well, you can figure it out later. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, three two-bed, one baths, currently under-rented, which is what I always like to look for is like under-rented, under under-market uh, rented property so that when you run the numbers, like the business people run the numbers and yep. say it doesn't make sense. But then if you get a professional eye that says, listen, you can increase rents each unit by 25%. Mm -hmm. So if you do that, eventually when these people leave, you're, it's money. So- but anyway, that one just came on 7 Bible Street okay. uh, in Coscob. There'll be videos, all that good stuff circulating. Uh, single Family Home just came on as well, 192 Hobart Ave. Nice. Nice house. It has like three terraces. As I was prepping to put it on the market, I actually was thinking about buying it because it has four bedrooms. It has all these like outdoor areas mm -hmm. that could be pretty awesome for entertaining. And it's not too big of a property where, where it would be uh, a big annoyance to cut grass and all that stuff. It just timing-wise wouldn't make sense. Okay. Uh, but nice properties. Check them out. Uh, but the real estate market is wild right now. Yep. It's it going to be a long year. And I'm kind of in a place now where everything's coming to fruition as far as, like, strategy. Mm -hmm. And I'm forced to make hard decisions of, like, taking on more business or saying no to certain things that I told myself I wouldn't do. And that's been the hardest thing. This whole process is getting opportunities and turning them down because you realize that I've accelerated to the more focused approach faster because of the chaos mm -hmm. and uh, didn't think I'd be at this point this quickly as far as strategy. So like I'm going to finish up my Stanford clients who originally started a couple started in Grinch and they spilled over. But, uh, you know, and they're great. But once I get those out of the way, I will not be doing any more Stanford stuff, Okay, which is a big you know, another notch yep. of focus because, right. you know, when you do the math, extending yourself and doing night showings and things, it's great. I mean, it makes sense at some point, but it's just it with a baby every every minute I'm out, you have to justify with uh, income or, you know, strategy. And it just doesn't make sense anymore. Time is time is money, my friend. Time is money. And uh, it's also precious. Yep. We don't get it back. So Absolutely. You know. Uh, good good stuff. You want to go current events? Current events, yeah. Do you so, want me to start? If you want, because you can also guess mine, I believe. I don't you keep saying that. I don't know if I can. I don't know. If you know me, you know that I mean, I don't you know. stay up with a lot of current events. Yeah. I keep that in mind. Okay. All right. Well that's so that like I, I have no idea what's going on in Celebrity Gossip. 
Dude, if from Monday to Friday I am oblivious, I'll be on text chains and yeah. stuff, and I'll like not even I'll read it, but it won't register. Yep. So you want to go first? Yeah. I'm, now I'm curious. You okay. got me peaked. So A Rod and J Lo. Oh yes, uh, Dana said it. Yeah, but Have I you my heard of this? And gut reaction was like, who cares? I care. Why? Well, who one, cares? well, because J Lo's on the market. Oh, so if she is on the market. I you mean, should care, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I have to reevaluate. That's your hall pass, right? I mean, yeah, my hall pass. That's, um, I believe, I, I think Karina would be okay with a sister wife. Um, That'd be pretty and Jennifer cool Lopez, wife. right? That'd be great. Who's your, you're a sister wife? Who's your, <laughs> uh, it's J-Lo. It's J-Lo. Um, no, so, you know, I don't know about the, the gossip part, but it seems like, you know, they were on the verge of breaking up, but then A-Rod flew private to the Dominican Republic where she's filming a movie right now uh-huh. to basically cry for her back, as he should. You look devastated. Yeah. Like, when you're well, telling the story, I'm surprised how listen, like, sad man. you look. No, I, I, thought, I thought they were an all-star couple. Everything is not always what it seems. I think when you're that famous, it usually doesn't work. It does, uh, Well, right? yeah. Yeah, they could have been um, Jay-Z and Beyonce if they- But do, do they even work? No. Oh, yeah. I don't or know. Jay-Z and Beyonce? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. At some point, just do you a, think people get so famous that they they just keep it up for uh, like branding? Let's just stay together. Yeah, because I mean, them together are worth exponentially more. worth more than them apart. Right. Right. Like when Jay Z and Beyonce came together, they were making a fortune. Like I want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wonder if sometimes it's strategic, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We'll figure everything else later." Let's just get this Billy real quick. Yeah. 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 I, they were one of the I first mean, like billionaire not. like couples like that. Yeah. Right? Well, there was a meme that was going around of Jay-Z on the beach, and he looks like, you know, he's getting older, so his hair is all disheveled, and he has like this- His hair has been wild. And it said, whenever you feel uh, discouraged, remember, this dude is married to Beyonce, (laughs) which I thought was hilarious. That is good. So now, after this diet, we can go off the rails, and just because we have hot wives, we're good. That's the move. Right? That's why you get a nice trophy. (laughs) Yes. Um, That's a good one, though. Yeah, man. So you're devastated. Well- Honestly, be honest. Don't I'm, let me discourage I don't think you. I'm devastated because of A Rod. Do you get starstruck? I don't want her. No. Like well, if, if I saw, saw J Lo, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I'm I running. J Lo's like. Well, you've heard the story of Ray Allen. What I yes, did to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so in general, like, if I, you see a, if you see someone famous, do you like run up to them? No, but if they're, if I'm a fan boy of them, it has to be a specific. Person. Like if if J Lo is there, yeah, I'm running up to her. I guess that's phone true. out like already recording. Yeah, you know, I, th- for her, I have to. I yeah, have there's, to. There's certain people that I guess I would do that for, but I'd be more nervous to talk to them because the people I like aspire to, yep. they're so smart that I'd be like, I would be nervous to say something. Just, <laughs> I'd be like, listen, your stuff is phenomenal. And yeah. You, you, did you just use the word phenomenal? You know what's crazy? I don't. It's it's wild to think that if you were famous, right? I mean, obviously we are. We have a global podcast. That's yeah. I don't you know, know if I ever easy. want to be famous. Famous. Yeah, there's a level of like like Justin Bieber's too famous. For too me. famous, right? I, I, I don't, agree. I think locally known, but there is no difference. Like if we were, I mean, granted, we have phenomenal wives, like we said, but if we were famous in that limelight, I mean, bagging Jennifer Lopez would be pretty easy. I mean, probably now she's like, I mean, she's fifty Maybe years for you, old. I don't think I'm her I'm type. I'm thirty. Are you kidding me? I'm thirty. I'm thriving, sure. Michael. Yeah. I, you know, listen. You got a shot. <laughs> I listen, uh, anything's possible. What are the other sayings? Yeah. When in Rome, right? Yeah. That's all right. So well, my, so what do you got? My, well, speaking of like uh, being starstruck, this is a gentleman that uh, frequently goes to J House. Apparently, okay, has been seen there before. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay. Uh, there is a young man in the name of Justin Bieber 
I'm a, I'm a believer. I uh, love his documentary, by the way. You should watch it. Have you ever seen I it? I think I did. Man's talented. Anyway, I say it every time I bring yes. him up. Uh, he is launching a, or it's launched, one of the two, a Crocs and Socks drop wow. with Crocs brand. And he's using his socks, which is Drew, is the brand yep. he always wears. Yep, with the smiley face with on it, With right? the socks, or the Crocs. It's very confusing, Crocs and Crocs socks. and socks. Uh, which I thought was like, wow, that's a, like out of left field. I'm so out of touch with what's popular. Do you have Crocs? I, uh, I think at one point I did because I got the gibbets because I was, gibbets? we were trying to what's come that? up with a business plan to, uh, so gibbets are the little things that go into the Crocs, mm-hmm. you know, when the kids oh, have yes, like soccer yes. balls and stuff. It was actually a mother, I think a single mom who invented that okay. and made a fortune. Wow. So in silly bands yep. was like big, I think when that was big. So I think in college we got them to study them to try to make, uh, something that, um, you know, you could do that was similar. Mm-hmm. My idea was this thing called links, where it's basically a watch that you ch- you change out the links and they're all custom. So like you'd have you know Cali, it's like a Pandora bracelet, gotcha, but for guys uh, on a watch. Yeah, but okay. then you realize that watches. I I started thinking about them like yeah, watches are more like a a, a statement and they're they're branded. And, you know what I mean? It's yep. not really a like accessory, a watch. It's different than women's so, Pandora bracelets. And I, I've said this to you guys both. I think at some point we will have an opportunity to, uh, I don't know about meet, but sit down with Justin Bieber and Scooter. Because I'm, I'm very close. Do you keep saying I'm, that? I'm literally one, one individual away from him. He, uh, You know what? People give him a hard time. Who, Scooter? or Both of them. It's pretty incredible what they've done, A. B, oh, if you were that young. Yep. And that successful and that famous, I'd be dead. There's yes. no way I would right. survive. Right. It's pretty wild. Yep. But anyway, um, and I know he's been he he was battling some stuff too, but he's gotten through it now. And do you uh, do you have you ever worn Crocs? Crocs, no. They're big in the uh, restaurant world. You know where they were. You know who used to wear them a lot was Glenn. Got to ask Glennie. After um, after basketball practice, he would yeah. throw them on. Yeah. Super comfortable, but I was never a fan of like the look of them. That's I've never felt more old than reading that. And being like, Crocs and I didn't know Crocs were like a thing still. Me neither. Justin yeah. There's been baby. a lot of times where I felt very old. CV wears Crocs all the time. Do you wear Crocs? Yeah. So you're a big fan. Do you have any gibbets? <laughs> no gibbets? I still don't know what a gibbet is. Look it up. So it's be, you'll, but, um, we'll crap it They out. are very comfortable. I wear them you know, when, in the summers at camp Ooh. with the kids. Because it's you know it's a good way to have shoes on, mm-hmm. and if you have to run around children or things are going crazy at the camp, are they secure know. enough though? Like yeah, because I mean I use the ankle I, strap. There's right? a little ankle strap thing. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. you could. I, do I usually don't have it on, but you can put it on and you can you actually could probably run do real estate Crocs. Well, I might you know? get a pair for the office because as you can see, I have my walking shoes on. Um, so I have these ready to go in the office because I do a standing desk. I don't know if you heard. You need to brand that. Walkings, Walkings, yeah, maybe uh, there, comfortable shoe company. Here's the thing that I've come to realize: just because you can doesn't mean you should. Oh, right? There you go. Like time's money, it's opportunity cost. Any project you do, yep, it's got to make a lot of sense. Correct. Else you shouldn't do it. Because I've been guilty in the past. Of yes, doing me, everything. Me too. Very, very well said. No snooze reckies. No snooze reckies. I got to get one today. You kind of mentioned mine. You want to go first? Another one. How you? I I need to pay more attention to our conversations Why? because apparently I knew your current event. And apparently I mentioned your... And that was kind of weird, because I said Justin Bieber before... Yeah. Remember? Like, Impressive. I said Justin Bieber too famous. So we're yeah. just on the same... We're on the same... Uh, what is it? Cycle? Cycle. There That's, you go. <laughs> I don't know if that applies to this, but... Okay. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, who, wavelengths. Who, who's going? Who's going first? I'll go first. You know what? I'll come in hot. Come in hot. So I do something a little weird. Chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco. <laughs> no. So this, as you'll see my face, I'm clean shaven. I know right? that does not say beard butter on it. JB Spizo, I'm clean shaven. <laughs> but I have beard butter. Why, you might ask. So I was looking up for a long time, and I've been doing this for a while, basically the healthiest hair gel or wax. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find anything. And everything had chemicals and wasn't good. So I looked through it, and this has... Tell me, you're the guy, the 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 expert with hair, right? I would. <laughs> My man, this has coconut oil. Yep. Cocoa butter. Okay. Avocado oil. Mm. Beeswax, straight from the honeys. Okay. Shea butter. Straight from the honeys. <laughs> Grapeseed oil. Jojoba. I don't know that one. Jojaba. Jo, you what, you know Jojaba? That's, that's that Jojaba. I was going to get hired, but I lost the Jojaba. <laughs> uh, peppermint oil. Eucalyptus oil and tea tree oil. I don't this know is that good. Is. is that good? Yeah. So I, I always worry about my hair thinning, and I didn't want to go on to like uh, any That's of those That's a thing with you and Frank. The two of you guys always Well, my man about Frank, that. I love him to death, but he's, his is good. Ooh, smells delicious. Take a, take a swig. Ooh. So, uh, but oh. I've been doing that in my hair, which is a little like counterintuitive. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't make me break out. If I wear hair gel, uh, as you can see, I break out a little bit on the sideburns. Wild Willie's Beard Co. Wild Willie's Beard Co., which yeah. makes it even better because uh, there's a place in Atlantic City the family goes, Wild Bills, oh. and we call Brother Bill Wild Bill. It smells incredible, too, it right? Does smell a little it. mint yep, hit. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Are you a fan? What do you? What, so it's got a nice... Yeah, very nice uh Wow, you're aggressive with the rubs. Well, yeah, you have to be. I don't even do that much so in the, my hair. No, but the thing about the beard, right, you have to actually get it into the skin. So, like, I'm pressing firmly on my beard so it goes into the pores because if you just leave it on the hair, yeah. that's not that's not going to promote the growth and get that nice little shine. Here. At what step do you add the miracle grow? Um, I <laughs> The miracle grow. I do it, um, I mean, I've done the oils right away because I have dry skin. Yeah. So, you know, you need some sort of um, oil or butter. But that actually is like both because it does have the oils and the butters. And it goes right in my hair. Very smooth. Smells delicious, Michael. I, I Listen, it was one of my best finds, and I've been wanting to bring it in, but I misplaced it. Mm. So I I finally found it. Nice. Um, I, I might using, have to I might have to use it because I usually use gotta be. No offense to gotta be, but it gotta, gotta be glued. Right. It's it stays, yep. but you gotta wash it out. Else I break out like crazy because yep. it drips down. Correct. Every time without fail. This does not clog my pores. It just it's amazing because it's, it's got the Joe Jabas. So that is the Wild Willie's Beard Co. Beard Butter being endorsed as a hair gel. Wow. Which listen, easy rebrand, guys. Just change the branding, and I'm a big and, fan. And honestly, I mean, it's perfect because I could put it in my beard. You could put it on your hair. I mean, come on. This is. This you is, think anyone's ever done that with it? it someone has to. Have yeah, I'm this. sure. I mean, it's got great ingredients, right? And I've always thought that beard products are probably better for your head because it's on your face. Yes. Right? And right? it's around your mouth. Yes. So if exactly. again, it's got to be safer. Exactly. God damn, this is good. How much? Uh, ten bucks. Okay, but it lasts for because right. it's wax. Yeah. Well, when you got a beard like this, well, that you would might have to get it by the gallon. <laughs> right. I need a, I need uh, do you would you use a beard butter at the moment? Um, I use a argan oil mixed with Moroccan and coconut oil. So that's like the MBA of beard butters. Well, it's it's kind of my own little concoction. Oh, so you that, t- I've, oh, that I whipped up. Yeah. Wow. How much for some hair stuff for that? What do you mean? How much? How much do you make me a batch? Oh, throw I, it in my hair. I'll hook it up. All right. Cool. Come on, man. All right. Get you going. I, I might even, I might even make you grow a beard with it. 
Listen, I, I, there was a couple of photos. My grandmother passed away this past year, and we were reminiscing, right, because we just closed on her and house. And you just sold the house, right? And uh, we were looking through, and I had a disgusting beard when we just had <laughs> Libby. And I just – A it, disgusting I don't know beard. if it's starting to kick in. Like, my dad's very – not a, if it's neat, he likes it. Mine's never neat uh, because it grows crazy. So I think I'm over the beard game. Speaking of being neat, when we record our episodes, it's bothering me because I used to have it on point to where I got the haircut – and it was one day, you know, now we're at like a three or four day lag from my haircut. And mm-hmm. it's been, I was telling CV, I might have to, yeah, it stresses me out. I might have to adjust my haircut. Listen, I'm getting mine you today. Know? Oh man. Bry the barber. I don't know. It bothers me. That's my guy, man. Um, okay. So that was a great <laughs> one. I have, and you mentioned mine already, but mine is, hold on. Oh yes. I did mention it. Yes. So. This is a company we've been rocking with from the beginning um, since we've had the babies. This is the Tactical Baby Carrier from Tactical Baby Gear. TBG right? for short. And, and you, see the, you see the daddy on the um, – oh, here you go. Wrong camera. Sorry. You see the daddy is actually – you could take it off because Love there's that. also a mommy one. I didn't bring the mommy one because clearly I'm not mommy. Do they have any um, other patches for that? Yeah, they do. They have a they have a bunch of they have a bunch of patches there. Um, but I got this in black. It comes in four colors. It's very lightweight, flexible, water resistant. Um, you know, when there's poop and pee on it, you can just wash it off and it's no problem. I have to throw the video of Callie being on me. It was good. Uh, while I was riding the bike. I'll send that to CV. We could probably clip it into the uh, to the epi. Who's that beautiful girl? But, um, you know, you could grab this at tacticalbabygear.com. Again, comes in four colors. I have the combo. It comes with a diaper bag, too. Super rugged looking. Makes me look way more badass than I actually am. Veteran owned, which is incredible. Yep. Um, so it's got a nice mission behind it. It is $124.99. My man CV is on the ones and twos with the cameras right now. We're doing the, the camera doing switch. Um, yeah, so they're also offering free shipping. I always like to bring a little Davy deal to the mix. Seriously, I got to come better with Davy deals. Right? I'm like, pay full retail for this. <laughs> uh, but they do have a bunch of other products, too. They have a phenomenal shirt. I should probably buy it for you. It says Girl Dad on it. Okay. Um, and okay. it's in that, that military green, so it makes us look tough. Listen, 10%. With me wearing this with no shirt on, backwards hat, walking on the beach, this is the life that I've been dreaming of, Michael. I love how you always start walking on the beach. <laughs> so uh, Tactical Baby Gear, go check them out um, on Instagram, too. I'm a tactical big fan. Tactical Baby Gear. I feel like I have to get tougher to wear that. Well, it makes me feel... See, that's the thing. I'm extremely... I, so, I look a little tougher than you, Yeah, but I'm ex- just as soft, so it's okay. Yeah, you're like a big... I, I say this about a couple people, but you know? big M&M. You know, <laughs> big hard M&M. on the outside, very soft on the inside. All right. And, well, you, melt, and you melt in the hands. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I always get sweaty hands, too. So. Do you really always have sweaty hands? Yeah, I'm usually clammy, but because I'm so low and I'm getting close to 10%, I've been a little chilly lately. I'm freezing at all times. I don't know. Yeah, which is good. I'm happy to be cold, because I could always throw a sweater Maybe on. in our old no age, snooze, we're getting soft. That's true, too. You know? I'm definitely getting a little soft you know what i just realized um cv uh skipped the podbot update so we're gonna let you we're gonna let you go let him slide because it's gonna be harder to uh chapter we wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at orgain.com 
We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. So, we're going to talk about perseverance today. And I need you to, to I keep, quit. You need to keep me on, on track here. Yeah, because you told for us me, to keep, stay a robot. Or no, no, no. Say? Stay human. I need to stay human with this conversation. Because for me, perseverance is very clear. It's the hard work you do after you get tired of the hard work you've already done. Right? So, a lot of people believe that if you don't want to do something and you just go ahead and do it and you go through the motions, that, that per- that's perseverance. That's not perseverance. Yesterday, I had a perfect example of losing my day and not persevering. What is losing my day? I, well, every oh, day like I either win or lose it. Like, Yesterday, I just lost it. It was terrible. Um, so, I planned to get out of the office at four o'clock, mm-hmm. right? Figured I could get home before my six o'clock Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> so, that very Zoom. impressive. Zoom. So, one, I didn't end up walking out of the building until 5.07 because I got pulled in directions that needed to be handled right there, right? So, my intention was good, but I wanted to at least be give Karina some relief before I jumped on the calls at night because I haven't been able to do it. And I, I've been an extreme burden. So, now I, I leave the building at 5.07 because I decided not to get my gas at lunch when I was supposed to, right? And I knew, okay, you got to get the gas, so just in case something happens— didn't do that. So I now I had gas. to go get gas, right? Because, you know, I'm about 20 miles from work, so I wasn't going to get there and back. What else happened? Um, so then I get a text message from my wife, and she goes, chances food, just, you know, remember, don't forget it. So now I'm like, I've wow. I've done that a couple. I've and, missed a couple times. And I'm, again, I should have done it the day before, put it off. Mm. So I said, I'll get it, right? Now I have to go get it. Go to PetSmart where I saw your boy that time that told me, you know, hey, I, I like the no snooze thing, but, you know, you're not my favorite type of guy, that guy. I stopped paying that, him. Yeah, so that PetSmart, whenever I see it, I have a thing for it. Um, so I go in there, sold out. Love it. Just call Karina. I'm like, this is just getting good. You know, yeah. this is great. And she's trying to calm me down, calm me down. But now I have to go to PetSmart on the other side of my town. To make sure that the dog has food. I would just have fed him like food, uh, people food. He has, he's so many allergies, it's like tough for my boy. So I Take got, a shot. And I didn't want to leave him hanging, right? It's prescription food too. Oh, yeah. So I go to PetSmart. There's one bag left, right? Now it's about- You had to fight an old woman for it. It's worse. It's about 5.40-ish, 20 minutes to get on the call, but I want it to be settled in. And one thing, I like to separate myself on Zoom because I like to always show my face on Zoom. Right. A lot of people, they they don't show their face. I like to show that I'm prepared. Um, You know, you can see me. You can hear me clearly. I'm in a setting that's clearly I'm not running around PetSmart looking like an idiot. Right. So that's something I always try to do. Wasn't able to do that. So there's this one bag left and I start smelling something and it's a 35 pound bag. So it's a little heavy. I have it against my my blue suit, the one that you commended the other day. It's very nice. I love that suit. And I start smelling something. I put it on the counter. The chick doesn't say anything to me. I'm still thinking, okay, well, how am I going to get on his Zoom? Am I going to get on the phone? But I think I still have some time to get to the house. 
I'm walking out. I pull my mask down. It occurs to me that what's on the bag is piss. <laughs> that was a dog say. pissed on the the bag because it was on the bottom shelf, the last one left, and it was just full urine all over this bag. But it wasn't yet. It had hardened up. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I go, oh, shit. I look down on my blue suit, all yellow. Oh. Put it in the back of the car. Car starts stinking now. Mm. Must have been a big dog that pissed on this thing. Oh yeah, you know. Um, so now I now I call Karina again. I'm like, you're gonna laugh, and I'm gonna lose it. I, I I don't know what to do. But now there's piss all over my suit, and there's piss all over the car. Right? She's like, calm down. It's all right. I can hear her kind of you know going back and forth with the baby. But here I am now, being more of a burden than I already thought. Mm. So I get home. Now it's like you know three minutes till Zoom. So I have to jump on on my phone get myself settled down. It turns out to be a three-hour meeting. I was expe- It was an important meeting because I thought I was going to get more clarity on the position that I'm going for. Mm. Never got brought up, got completely sidebarred every conversation, Stay- had to stay on the phone for three damn hours, didn't get a chance to even prepare for the podcast today because mm-hmm. I like to you know, think those things out. Well, you're doing uh, a f- hell of a job, by the way. Well, because now, now it's coming to me, and I'm using yesterday what happened. It's perfect. Right? Um, so the day was a complete disaster and I was not able to persevere, Mm. right? So I accepted not being able to persevere. But the one thing that I was able to do that I identify as persevere is when I woke up in the middle of the night with the baby, right? And Karina went over to, to get her, but now the baby is crying her head off. I'm like, I literally said, I said, I'm going to blow my head off today. Right. <laughs> no, just I mean, messing around, but figuratively, uh, just because it's been a day and then you go to sleep for a couple hours and now you're up a couple hours later with a screaming baby. I made a conscious decision to set my alarm for four thirty mm. instead of four forty five, because I said, this is one thing. It's 15 minutes. Is it really going to make that big of a difference? But for me, mentally, if I attack my day after having such a shit day before, when meanwhile, I had this whole thing planned um, that was trying to do something nice for my wife, wasn't able to do it so i was just complete failure um all day i went through the motions but that was not persevering not until i set the alarm and then i took back control of my day i love how you're using failure now it's getting me excited well no that's listen failure in the fall is completely different i i can only fail things when i quit but like yesterday like i was just going through the motions so like some would say and i believe that's the biggest difference is some people think that just doing things when you don't want to do it is persevering and to me that's not persevering it's doing things at a high level when you're already tired of the hard work that you already put in yeah the uh it seems like when you have bad days they compound too which is funny like whatever can go wrong will go wrong or that whatever was, the saying is. That was ridiculous. Murphy's and Law. Can it's, you imagine uh, St. Patrick's Day me too. walking and, and the moment that I realized that this was piss on my suit? It's pretty funny. I, yeah. I'm sure it was hilarious. You just got to laugh, you know? I guess. I, I've had times where I've spilled full cups of coffee oh. to start the day in just everywhere, right? And all I've done is I've sat in it and drove to work because, like, I don't have time. I got to roll gonna do? with it. Yeah, what are you doing? And then you, you just get to work. You and, start You start padding everything. And you're like, I got to figure out later. I don't have time to get sidetracked, yeah. you know. And that's parenting. I mean, and you're, you've been much better at just being, you know, the, that flex, the, like the, like the guy in the gas station. Yeah. What are, the they, what are they called? <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. It's not. It's but not, just you're, you're so flexible. Um, I don't know if I'm flexible. Gun, like I Gumby. Just, yeah. But you know, you just you go know, with. You know what? You you're very hard on yourself, and yeah, I've learned not to be too hard because. 
it doesn't do it. It's not productive right. to just beat yourself up about stuff. Yep. Sometimes you're not going to get stuff done, and you're mm-hmm. just grow up, and it's, it is what it is. You just right. got to keep moving, keep it moving. And now it's it's like so much bigger for me. Like when I think perseverance, right? My two best examples are my Mike, mom, Mike, and, and my Claudia. Dad. Well, besides, oh, besides, it's a serious moment. Besides I'm Mike, us in there. besides Mike and Claudia, sorry, sorry, it would be my mom and my dad. Yeah, right. My mom specifically now the past two years of her journey. That is hard work. Every day, her waking up, battling addiction, is something that I can identify as one of the most commendable things in the world because I know where she was at. So that, for me, puts a lot of perspective into things and knowing that, like, okay, I had a bad day or something, right? I don't have it that bad. Looking at my father, when he when we were growing up and he had three jobs, and then he would caddy on the golf course with me mm-hmm. and make me feel that this was something that he wanted to do because it was something that he, it was a chance for us to spend time together. Mm -hmm. My man was able to persevere every single day and never show his children what it was actually like, how much of a struggle it was. It wasn't until a couple years ago that he told me, he said, do you know something? He said, I never told you this, but it was so bad at some points that he would have to collect bottles, coin them in, and put gas in his car. And meanwhile, I thought we had the best upbringing ever when it when yeah. it came to you know ha- having a good time, and and I was never aware of how able my parents were to you know, and how strong of um, uh, just their their will to persevere. Yeah, it's uh, I start thinking the visual of the duck on the pond. Where at the surface everything's nice and calm, yep. and then under below it's just like your right. feet are constantly. Yeah, but it's like who who are you to complain? Me, this is what I say to myself. Yeah. To complain about the things that you you know you, you don't want to do something right. So like that's why when I say it's black and white for me, like you getting up, say say it's Claudio wanting to work out, right? You deciding not to work out and then you doing it one time, you doing it for six months. That's not perseverance. Like perseverance to me is understanding that this is something you have to do in your life every single day if you want to become the best version of you. Fitness is a major part of it, right? Because yeah. I believe if you can push yourself physically, everything else around you is a lot easier to do because you're physically pushing past some pain. Like in the gym, that mindset of one more, if I'm going to do 10 reps and I do 11 and I do that consistently, that builds confidence. So when you, when you guys were texting about the perseverance thing, I love the topic, but I don't want to sound – like a um, like a complete robot, but you have to make a decision. You either get it done and you do it to a high level, or it doesn't mean that much to you. Mm-hmm. But don't confuse the two and thinking that me just doing things, you know, when I don't want to do it is perseverance. Yeah. The uh, the, the what I was thinking about when you were talking was there's points that I'm now self aware that are like turning points where like this is a turning point where I can go one way and kind of clam up. Or you go aggressive in the other way and kind of lean into the wave. Mm-hmm. So what this past week has done is like I'm leaning into the wave. Like in the past, you'd get swept away by it. Yep. But instead, like a surfer, if they wait or they back up, they get hit by the wave. Mm-hmm. If you dive under it and into it, you go under it and it's all good. Yep. So I've been trying to lean into like adversity a little more. Um, and there's nothing majorly adverse in my life at the moment. But work-wise, life-wise, just acknowledging that like I'm in for a fight and being prepared something that I've done and it sounds like you do it as well is like the night before I know if I have a long day I try to get organized or knock out something or start something that's going to be a big win the next day Mm -hmm. so like uh Monday or Tuesday Dana um 
you know, I told Dana, listen, I'll be up shortly. I just want to put in an extra hour to prepare some things for tomorrow mm -hmm. so that in the morning I'm not overwhelmed, you know, and I yep. talked to you guys about prepping the episode. Yeah. So for me, going to bed, knowing that I started something important the following day lets me sleep a little better. And then when you wake up, you feel like you have a little head start. And you're in control versus like, I just feel as a dad now and even at work, like I'm so... I, I'm not used to being reactive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I usually like to be in control, and I yeah. feel like for the past couple months, I haven't had control. Yeah. Well, you're 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 figuring that out, in a sense, because, like, you're forced to be reactive, and there's a way to be reactive but still have control, mm -hmm. like limited control. Like, for example, I used to intake everyone's schedule yep. and then go with what they requested, yep. whereas now I have specific time slots where I see, I'm very clear to people, here is the availability, right. this is what we can dear do. And not being a jerk about it, but giving options. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right, these things would make sense. Correct. And there's the systems we always talk about that are now in place where I can funnel people into the systems mm -hmm. and I'm able to take on more. Where in the past, you know, I'm doing more deals now, but my systems are twice as better than before. So I'm not as stressed. Yep. If that makes sense. Yeah, so it's, absolutely. It, but the reactive part is like you just learn how to filter everything and then put it into places where you can then go and be in control mm -hmm. at a later date yep um the other thing i've realized too is that we're talking about the controlling your schedule i've by doing more of my own stuff and working with dana a little better and planning things i'm able to be in more control so that i don't run into situations where i'm rushing mm -hmm. i mean i rush all day but like for example if we have something on a friday and now because i'm doing all my own stuff I'm able to say, all right, well, I'm hard stop at four, yep. and then I'm going to get home. Obviously, you sneak in an extra 15, 30 mm -hmm. when you can, but being able to control your schedule has been unbelievably helpful to pers persevere through, like, very stressful times. I have a point. question. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, specifically, as a, as, a, as you're talking about, the, you know, the controlling your schedule. Yeah. Uh, and I think what you guys are – I agree with everything you guys are saying, and I think for short – Things, things that happen on a daily basis or something like that, I, I hear, I hear you guys, and I think it's accurate. What happens when things in your life start changing? And I'm asking this specifically because I know something happened major for both of you guys <laughs> that completely threw your your, your lives upside down. And th over the last few months, you guys have reevaluated and kind of done things differently with with what you guys do. But um, if something changes in your life that is that changes everything how do you persevere then when you're literally getting drained and drained and you can't catch yourself up yeah. to the point where you can be like okay let me let me let me remove myself let me start over boom right and i think having babies is yeah. probably 10 times worse than the example that i have but i think it's a good thing for you guys to talk through because that is a major thing where most people will drop certain things you guys have continuously uh, continue to do the things that you love. But we also drop certain things too. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, you want to start? Go ahead. Yeah, I. Th my biggest thing was like being realistic. Like I'm very unrealistic about goals and things, but being realistic about how things are. Right. Like I came to the real the realization of like you can't depend on the baby sleeping till seven every day. Yeah. So if that's the case, what can I do that I can get done at home that would be productive? Right. Like I used to love going to the gym. I used to love doing certain things. But I adjusted. I was like, listen, mm -hmm. I'm on morning shift. The baby's going to wake up anytime between 5 and 7. What I can do is I can get home uh, dumbbells at home. I can get, I can jump rope. You know, I can do certain things where I can be flexible. 
another realization was like I can't be working crazy nights anymore. Mm-hmm. What can I do? I can tighten up my uh, service area. Uh, I can do more of my own deals. I can be a little more efficient. You know, there's there's yeah. when there you take steps back and you're not doing things for a little while. But as long as you keep asking yourself, what can I do to be better and what new realities do I have to take into account that are going to change my systems? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, <laughs> I think having a kid is a major, it's a bad thing to say, but a wrench in the equation. Yeah, for sure. Because now you have Especially when you're so used to being selfish, like myself. Absolutely, all of us. You know, I mean, you're just so used way. to, you, you don't realize how easy it is. And then we thought, like, when we moved, you know, that was something that was tough, too. Oh, yeah, CV's that's a huge going one. through that, yep. too. Um, but it it's all easy, like... You're talking, I mean, people deal with, I mean, deaths, like, God forbid, you know, something terrible happened to my wife tomorrow. Talk about perseverance. Like, how would I be able to get through that? I can't even fathom that right now. But, um, you know, people go through much worse than what it is. But the first thing is evaluating, mm-hmm. right? Like evaluating what's important to you. What is it that you want? And what is it that you have to give up? Because I, I think both of us went through a phase that we had to realize, like, Okay, you know what? What we're doing in certain certain business aspects of our lives might not be making sense. Yep. I know you dropped some networking opportunities. I know I did the same. I had to even come off of uh, one of the boards that I was involved in just because it my my needs right. I wanted to do it before, but now my needs changed. Yeah. Um, and I think there's two levels of of you know what what people confuse perseverance with. It's like when you want to quit one task. And then that's one side. Or do you want to quit like everything? Because then there's the the tumble effect, right? It's like, oh, I just want to sit in my room. And, you know, that that I think is more of a mental health de- depression state that people can go to when they don't choose to persevere, right? So it's, it, it's focusing on one small task at a time. One thing that has helped me tremendously, Mark Twain, I'm sure you guys have heard this. Um, it, it's a book called Eat the Frog, right, where you – basically line out all your tasks for the for the entire day first thing in the morning you eat the live frog because that will be the hardest thing that you ever have to do during the day Mm -hmm. right so if you eat the live frog first thing in the morning that being your biggest task you've already done something to accomplish it right so for me that's something that i apply to business every day i know that my days are jam-packed with business and you know the, the things that i need to get done as long as i put that one major task that needs to get done first thing that builds momentum and you have to be willing to do that when you don't want to get things done for me the biggest task in the morning believe it or not is not working out that's not what it is because now you know my job depends on certain data that gets reported right so it's much bigger than that so the frog that I have to eat is always a business frog when I first get into my office (laughs) Um, but what you said makes a lot of sense too in preparing some things the night before Uh, but you have to create new systems cv yeah. you know you got to be, be willing to and to you don't adapt. throw the old systems away right no. you like retrofit it you're no. like all right well i have a you know ferrari i'm on this road this road has a bunch of rocks so let me switch out the tires like yep. you have things that are in place yep. so that the the pivot is a little easier mm-hmm. but it is rocky when you're yep. trying to figure um, out new habits a big flaw of mine too you know uh, more, uh, more so i guess previously than now because i've learned how to deal with it but humanity choosing humanity versus isolation right you want to get into that space when you're when you want to quit and you want to be alone you have to actually choose to be humane be in front of people right i chose to 
seek out therapy. Um, you know, my wife and I are very open about that. I chose, I choose now to talk to my business partners when something is not going right because I used to keep a lot of shit bottled up, mm-hmm. and that really screwed me up. Um, but you know, as I was thinking about it, it's like, no, okay, instead of isolating yourself and feeling bad for yourself, be open, ask for some help, and then take the next action that can actually fix your circumstance. Yeah, we allow temporary circumstances to have permanent effects on our life. Yeah. Uh, you made a good point. So a big thing too was being on the same uh, page with Dana, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had a lot of tough conversations of like, all right, this is the new reality. What's our game plan? We reworked the schedule. Schedule didn't work, right? All right, this is, I can't do this. I can't do that. Sometimes it shows up in a form of a fight. Yep. Sometimes it shows up in a form of a conversation. But I think if you're going to be productive, you have to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done a good job, and we're always trying to get better, but done a good job of kind of supporting each other, reminding each other we are a team. This is well worth it. You know, we love this child very much. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, no. Oh, oh, you're one of our children. Oh, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's the, I think communication is big. Um, and that's a hard one. Yeah. Because right? as men, especially, I can't really speak to women. You know, they're they're a little more vulnerable, but man, it's like, no, I'm the man of the house. I got the pride. You know, I don't need your help. When you flip that and you really ask for help, one, it tells your partner that, okay, you are open to being vulnerable and and you are willing to get better. So so something I've done and been conscious of lately is I don't vocalize when I'm overwhelmed or having a long day Mm -hmm. because I don't want that to get into my head and then it's a snowball. So verse rather than doing that. I just put my list together. I knock stuff out. Then when I leave the office, I leave the office. Yep. You know, don't I don't like rehashing my crappy day mm-hmm. uh, because I think it it creates more complaining and then it slows you down the next day. I'm not saying like what you did. That's we're having a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But like, and yes, you can vocalize it, but. I've, yeah, it depends how you how you utilize yeah. it. I mean, because you are spot on. If you sit down and you just you know complaining back and forth, what's the point of that? For me, I found an outlet in yeah. vocalizing yeah, yeah. Good. things to make sure that I don't do the same thing yeah. the next day. Yeah, in a in a perfect world, it would be like um, no matter if the day's amazing or bad, yep. it's just another day. You're just knocking stuff out, very unemotional, mm-hmm. putting stuff together. You can be happy for people, but the less emotion, I, I said it a couple of podcasts ago. But the less emotion you can have throughout the day, I think the more productive you'll be. So funny. That's literally the next clip that's going up on Instagram. What? The less the, emotion? The, the When you were talking about the emotion. Yeah, because if you get too high about yeah. stuff, then you forget like, oh, I want to, uh, you know, I I don't need to do this next yep. task or whatever it is. Yep. And there's a place for it. I just think as I'm getting older, you know, I want, I don't, I, ultimately too, I think a lot of people don't care about your problems right yeah. like yep. versus you know a therapist obviously they yeah. can be helpful sometimes but i, I think, don't even know if but i do, think but. like when i talk to some people and you see their eyes glaze over you're like that would that if anything that made me feel worse because yep. you don't care what i'm talking about right. and i'm not saying it's anyone specific but like yep. when you're in passing with people and you reach out about something that you're actually thinking about and they don't it doesn't connect you're like mm-hmm. that was a waste of time you know well said what's uh, the name uh, a bunch of people say no one cares work harder to an extent, yep. But I think it's no, kind of, not as true though. Yeah, kind of. Like it's, the answer is not always just work harder. But you know, I yep. think about it a lot. No one cares. Yeah, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> okay, so I'm the the reason I'm asking all the reason I asked that question, and I'll be transparent here, is because I am going through something that is really it's it's affecting me, and it's uh it's been bothering me now for a minute, because a lot of things were going on at the same time. 
uh, I kept thinking that that's what that is. And, you know, eventually when we get back to normal, things will kind of clear out. Uh, I'm not 100% back to normal, which is why I think this is continuously bothering me. So I feel like my work-life balance has completely deteriorated. It's it's in shambles. Um, I attributed it. Well, uh, things have happened that have gotten to this place. The move didn't help, but now the move is over. Now we're home. Now I'm able to get home every now and then and relax and do this, you know, sometimes, which is okay. However, I am trying to get back into a routine. I hear you guys lie loud and clear about what, what my uh, goal needs to be. My The eating is starting to back get back on track, so that's good. And, like, regularly we're eating at home. We're eating fish, turkey, the good things. Not really bad uh, except for here and there. However, my my job has been uh, demand has, has flipped upside down. My schedule is completely switched. Whereas in the past, my my morning time was my my me time, my time to hopefully get myself into a routine, get myself some some exercise, and that was hard enough as it was. But at least my time was allotted for that. Then that gave me ample time to do that. You know, get myself ready, maybe do do some other passion things that that we have going on together. And then, you know, off to work, get my seven, eight hours in, maybe a little bit more. Good. What's different now is that my schedule is completely reversed. It's flipped. So now I'm 7.30 at work. And although I finish early, I never leave early. I end up staying late um, because my regular program still happens. And for whatever reason, that's what I've chosen to do. Some of it has some financial benefits, which is why now that's the incentive. But for a good amount of time, it was not. So, but I still did it because it was the right thing to do. That's that's my program. It's what I wanted, where I wanted to be at the at the time. With the move and with everything, everything has been insane. So I've found it really hard now to get myself back into finding a moment to get my workouts. Um, I want to. I had told David some time ago that I even have an elliptical upstairs ready to go because it's too cold. I didn't want the complaining factor to be an issue. But finding time is what's difficult. Some time ago, I started adopting the very early wake-up schedule with you guys, and I was getting up uh, it's uh, earlier, an hour earlier than normal at 6 o'clock. And this is back when my schedule was still 11 you know, to 7. Um, now that's even tougher because if I have to be at work, I, still wake, I, wake, I am waking up at 6 o'clock, but it's to go to work, not to get up and do any kind of exercise. I also noticed that I don't like that because by the end of the day, I feel completely wasted and I'm not able to do the productive things that I would do in the later part of the night owl kind of activity, which most of the time involves some kind of editing or recording or doing something with the things that I do like. But I'm so shot that I just want to go and sit and lay because I do get home late. So that's where I'm at. So I'm hearing what you guys are saying and reevaluating and trying to make, find a new way to achieve this. I think it is also affecting my health in a way. I don't feel as strong. I some, the other day I was blaming it on the fact that I don't, I'm not working out, so I don't feel strong about that. And stress kills, you know that too. Yeah, yeah. What, so, um, you know. Are, is this new schedule like forever? Well, as for right now, it, it is. And it's been going on for five, six months and it's been something that's, you know, I, I don't mind getting up early and going to work. I do it every summer. It's part of, it's the norm. I do my 12-hour days, and, and it's okay. But it's always been six weeks, eight weeks, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to normal. This has been ongoing for and this is But, but it's still months. seasonal, though. Like, seasonal yes, being, and, and, my, and seasonal right. being, it could be like a year so, of. So this, right. is what, this is what I would say. I would, I don't know if you can agree with this. I would come to the realization you're not going to work out, right? So if you're not going to work out, what can you do to 
make progress. My idea would be like walk because that is the most simple way to get some momentum going. When you say walk, walk like at the workplace and things like that. Any 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 way you can walk. Um, like I don't I don't know what your setup is at work and what you have, but you know tracking it with a Fitbit or a watch, whatever you got, and slowly building up the steps. And I'm not saying you go to like twenty thousand the first day, but you have a baseline. You're like, all right, I'm at work. I average ten thousand a day. What I, I, what mean, do you I can tell you because I do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I do, do it average? and I track it at work. And you know, I can walk. I can walk. There's obviously ample opportunities so to work, but That's it's awesome. not though. But it's because at the end of the day, good? I still got to do work. I can't be walking around. No, no. But you can so incorporate my, a day. So like my for example, average. For example, let me just give you an example. I park at the end of the street now when I show houses because I'm so crazy. I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to get all my steps in normally. So how do I incorporate throughout my day? Yeah, it's weird. Clients are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I got to get but some steps sense. in. I'm working crazy hours. Um, so I, I so go ahead. Sorry, I want to hear well, my steps. that's you know I could do that. Yeah, well, that, that's only going to give me four walks at uh, most. And it's going it to stress up. and it's going to stress you out though because why? Because he said he made it clear from my understanding. Well, how many steps do you do before we keep? Dying? So I'm averaging honestly like around five thousand steps per day just in the office. I don't. I, what I have done. Is I make it a point, and th- and it's so minimal that I don't think it even counts. I don't take the elevator anymore. I force myself to go up and down the stairs. But it's not I minimal force, because it's all like, no. But it, um, you, it, you, you need I should to be hitting ten thousand. When but I was the- hitting ten thousand, I was feeling better about myself. I was feeling good. I think the scale was also showing that. So at five thousand, and this is with me forcing myself to go to the copier to, to do, and it's far away, so it's a couple of steps here and there. I get up during the programs and I go make some walk around. So I yeah. do force it in there, but I have to be at the desk. Do I have ever, to get work done. Do you ever make phone calls? Uh, no, I receive phone calls. I don't okay. make them. So if you receive them, is there a way to get something where you can just walk in a circle? Uh, no, I can probably it? walk in place. Maybe. Yeah, I literally this morning, swear to God, walked back and forth. Yeah. To get two thousand steps uh, because I was so I that. have a problem, uh, and my problem is multitasking. I <laughs> I do it a lot because I feel that I can get more things done. Yeah, um, not always to the best standard, uh, but a pretty decent but standard. You don't have to think about walking. That's my thing. Like I don't think about walking. No, no, it's not walking. about the thinking part. Oh, okay. Is if I'm on the phone. Uh, nine out of ten times, I'm on my computer doing one or two other oh, things I'm doing. Else. So it. if I get up now, okay. then I'm, I can't do that. And if Sorry. I can't do that, then yeah. So it's it's kind of a vicious cycle, and that's why I don't want to focus yeah. on that because work is work, and that's going to be what it is. Okay. What I'm trying to reevaluate is how do I get myself back to finding a moment where I can go and do my exercise and and just be okay. I'm I'm on the verge of saying fuck all of this, get myself up, which is even okay. earlier, get a get my little exercise in so I can feel good about myself and deal with the consequences of being absolutely useless at the end of the at the end of the night. Uh, which could be what were you gonna say i just Sorry, dislike I, interrupted. Um, I was just curious about the steps no 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 makes makes sense that's one option i mean so this is where i i, I want to treat it like it myself right? which like, i don't one more thing do but i'm gonna wait no 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 i'll treat it i'll treat it like it myself this is what i would do right because he's asking so but one it's not i know CV. but again i know the line of work that he's in we make ourselves more important more important than we actually are the reality is if CV goes on vacation for two weeks, yeah, it might not be as good of a job as CV would do, but we would find a way to get it done, right? Not in terms of no snooze, but in terms of the career, right? Okay. So I always believe that I need to be somewhere and it has to be a certain way. 
it's not the case, right? So you're demanding much more of yourself than the job is actually demanding of you. You have multiple options in this situation. One, if it were me, I would definitely not stop working out because I know for me, I have to work out to make sure that my day is good. Yeah. One, I mean, I already do it. I get to the job before everybody does, and I get get it in there. It doesn't matter if I start work at 7.30 or if I start work at 9 o'clock. I find a way to do it. Or you also have a lunch period. You have to provide yourself some willpower and discipline to say, you know what, I'm going to step outside of the facility for 45 minutes, and I'm going to go for my walk and make that time your walk. Or provide yourself the self-discipline to say, you know what, I have to hard stop at 5 o'clock today. If you do that even three times a week throughout the week, no matter what, right, when you were going through the process of buying a house and you had an appointment, you made sure that you left the building at a certain time. Put that same scenario in front of you. It's that important that you have to work out. You're finding plenty of excuses to not do things. And really, we have to be honest with ourselves. And no matter what, the job will continue to go on. So and providing a work-life balance for yourself, you have to be the one to take control. If you want to work out, find a way to do it. And it's a, it's, it's a simple answer. And I know it sounds... Can I jump in? Yes. It sounds robotic, but that would be me. So I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying if you tailor it to what he's saying... I, I hear what he's saying. He's like, listen, I don't want to have to throw in something in addition to work because then then I'm working scrambling. out doesn't mean that much to you. Well, then you should finish, abolish. Let me finish. Scram- so he's scrambling right now, right? I get it. Like when you're in the, the workplace, you're trying to knock out a million things. Everyone Correct. wants stuff. Yes. There's timelines. It's right. your your livelihood yep. is your job. I get Correct. it. So my point is, if you have one thing you have to focus on, don't worry about your diet. Like try to be good, but if you go off a little bit, not terrible. And you start the habit of just getting your steps every day. If you have one number to focus on to say, I did it or I, I failed or I succeeded today, that has helped me in the chaos. Having, like, I work out when I can and I've been doing mm-hmm. pretty good about it. But if I know, I got to get these steps. But in. that's what he's talking about working out. He's talking about but making I'm saying, time to but walk. I get it. But I'm saying if he just has to hit one number, you can find that's easier to find in a day Correct. than worrying about working out, dieting perfect, like a bunch of things. And then you add layers I agree when you that. have momentum. I, right? would, I would add because what he's talking about. I went about. from 23% yep. to, what am I at, 14 by walking. That's the I have not ran once. I've done the bike, but at a walking pace every once in a while. So you didn't lift the dumbbells that you've been telling us about? <laughs> I, I have, but I'm saying cardio-wise, right? So like, you've just been, but just it, been walking the whole time? But, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, but that's body fat, right? He's trying to lose weight. We'll I, worry about yo, the muscle I later. Agree, we don't 100%. care what comes off. Break down the house I agree. and then rebuild. My point is sometimes when you have too much input, you have so much shit you're trying to worry about that it gets lost versus I have to hit 6,000 steps today. No excuses. I can literally get up and walk in a circle for 30 but minutes. But there's no excuse, Mike. My man has a track at work. My man has a treadmill at work. All right. Enough enough ramble. Yeah, yeah. Can we get into my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week? Dimes, dimes, dimes. When are you going to superimpose dimes? I know. I thought you were bringing the uh, I don't have any money, of... dude. It's all <laughs> digital now, Bitcoin. <laughs> so this is by my boy, Uncle Thomas Edison. Mm. Yes. Enter the light bulb. Wow, very good. Fun fact about T. Eddie. He invented his first his first lab was when he was ten years old in his parents' basement, and he was partially deaf. Did you what know is that? a lab? Like his lab where he created he a workspace tinkered? for himself. Yeah, I was doing that it's when crazy. I was four. So I was you're tinkering around. <laughs> you're on your Tom you're, Eddie who? Go ahead, <laughs> then I'm you're on the way. Though, yeah, you know? yeah. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Right, you're right there. 
I, I've almost quit a bunch of times. I, but I think we haven't even achieved success yet. Yeah. I think success is a term that is, you know, But I'm saying a small success. A like, I've yeah. almost quit a day of something, right. being like, wow, I don't want to do this anymore. And then, boom, success. Yep. Have you guys seen that meme? It's like, a, I guess, a, a worker in, in, a, in a cave, and he's got a pickaxe, and he's like, and there's two of them. And oh, yes. the one on the bottom quit, and he walked away. And as he's walking away, we can see what's behind the, the, wall. the dirt, and it's like and, a massive diamond, mm-hmm. whereas the other guy is just picking, picking, and there's not, you know, nothing there. He's just working. Mm. Well, that's, I'm going to superimpose it in this one. That's pretty yeah, good. That's a good one. That's exactly, yeah. You know, and it's the truth. But also what I think we have to stop doing is, you know, uh, thinking that we're um, persevering when, meanwhile, we haven't even put ourselves in situations to persevere. <laughs> the digs, the digs, the, the digs. digs. <laughs> he keeps digging. He might get the diamond. Um, you did it. <laughs> and we'll go into Miguelito's mantra. Ito, ito, ito. Perseverance is not a long race. It is many short races, one after the other. Maybe like many that. short steps. When I read that this morning, I liked it. Those many go, short right? steps. Wow. And uh, who said it? That's a good question. It's on our Instagram if you want to go who said it. It's up there somewhere. I love it. Until next time, stop snoozing. Keep stepping. And get up and get after it. Bitching and go for a walk. Oh. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.